bonus edition because AJ kept me talking about girls on the first edition. Something like that. AJ in the house. I don't know why. Why does the crowd do that to you? I don't know. It's terrible. Yeah. No respect. We, We are doing a super targeted. We're talking Mike Sando's list for about 42 minutes. And then after Blossom, best bet UFC. You got two of them? Got two of them. One on the main event and another best bet on the prelim. So if you're too cheap to buy the pay-per-view, you still got some action. Yeah, or you can just bet. What, yeah, you, you think people are going to say I'm not betting the main event because I don't. I don't know. I'm... It's 547 here in Vegas on Thursday, and AJ and I have our first bet, and AJ's losing. I am losing. So you had the Cowboys, or I'm sorry, the Steelers, laying the dangerous half a point in the first half. That was a mistake. I should well, we'll see. I mean, you know. No, but I mean, in hindsight, what you said about being worth the 15 cents, I probably should have just paid that. So you were saying you could have had minus a half, minus 110? I had minus a half, minus 110, or, or 126. So it would have been 16 cents to have just even money. Even money. And the story there, as most of you know, is a game for the NFL. It's difficult to tie. First halves and quarters even more, it's easy to tie. The thing that made me really like the plus a half on the Cowboys, 11 minutes left in the second here, 3 nothing, was the low scoring. Is If you only have 31 points, that was the over-under, the chance of it being tied at halftime improves. All right. So we're going to do Sando, UFC best bets. Let's get to it. Number one on the Sando list, Mahomes. I don't think there's much debate. There's no debate. I would say the following. If you look at the pure stats last year, Mahomes wasn't the best. Aaron Rodgers was better. And you could make the case, you really could, that Deshaun Watson was statistically better. You're a skeptic of, I mean, from Houston, you're a skeptic. I am, and we talked about... Define, where do you think... So Watson here is on the list, and he's fifth. Where do you put Watson? Uh, I'd probably have him seventh. Okay, so you're going to have Josh Allen jump him and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. All right, but you still think he's better than Stafford? I think he's better Stat- than Stafford. Bagford. Yeah, okay. Um, why? I think when you look at the numbers that Deshaun put up last year, there was a lot of empty numbers. And there's a lot of so games of blowout games are you're you're not, you've got no chance of winning, but the Texans were still trying to put up some points. They just there weren't many close games. It was a disastrous season, and it's not all his fault. Well, I mean, won't make close games. They uh, they almost beat Tennessee. Well, I mean that in hindsight, that's a nice win if they win it. Uh, they had I think the whole season got destroyed on the three first games. It was just too. I mean, what was it? Steelers, Chiefs, Ravens. Yeah. I mean, that was a murderer's row. But when you look at his game log, you'll see the close games were the games that he didn't play as well in. The the games where he put up big numbers, statistical numbers, yeah. were blowouts. We had McKenzie look at that, but we never got the results. We never got the results. Well, McKenzie's gone, so thanks a lot, McKenzie. Uh Gone on a day off. Right. Yeah. When you say so-and-so's gone. Well, no, he didn't, like, vanish off the face yeah, of the earth. People tend to. What was that show on uh, HBO, The Leftovers? Oh, that was good. That was pretty good. It was. It, now, that was an intense watch. Uh, but th- listen, we're talking football yeah, My bad. Talking football here. Okay. So, one thing I've been hearing about Mahomes that's interesting is 
And it's still curious. Why wasn't he drafted number one? Right? Because of his arm. He had all the tools. Because no one out of that system had ever succeeded exactly. before. And, and that's what they're saying is Mahomes is pretty comparable to some other great athletes, a quarterback, when it comes to the broken plays. The big surprise was how good he is at, you know, on, on uh, what's that called, when you're in, in scheme or on system or, you know, uh, Cosell has different ways to say that or I don't remember exactly how he does. But when it goes When away, you're on script. That's it. When you're on script, Mahomes, there was no history to, to, to really tell you how good he'd be. History, in a macro sense, said the quarterbacks from, you know, the air raid. Air raid. Uh, I don't know if you know him. I know Mike Leach. So oh. I'm a little familiar with the air raid. But actually, uh, I've said this a time or two, but, like, uh, my best buddy's two brothers, both were on the text. One was on the tech staff uh, for, like, nine years, and another one was, like, six. So I got – and I went to his brother's wedding in Lubbock. Oof. I was – and I got snowed in. Oof. It was slow going. Not a good place. Now, the dude who got married is now the head coach at uh, – no, no. The dude that was the best man in the wedding is uh, the head coach at North Texas now. He was the fullback for Oklahoma uh, during the championship year. I can't remember his name right now. But he, you know, was – decide what bars we went to and everything. Seth something. And um, can you uh, – Spencer, can you look up uh, North Texas's head coach? And he brought us to a place that had dirt floors. So this was like, you know, eight, ten years ago. And of all the bars, did they all have dirt floors is the question? Or was this like... I would say no, but I've also never lived in Lubbock, so I can't say so, for certain. So, so you, a Texas boy, yeah, you grew up in the uh, outskirts of Houston, yep. was in Austin, mm-hmm. then back to Houston... Minimal amount of time spent in Lubbock. But do you look down on Lubbock? Yes, certainly. <laughs> of course you do. Now, do you, look, is there, do you look down on everywhere except Austin and Dallas? No. So what are some, what's a cool city? San Antonio is a cool city. Okay, I accept that. I just forgot. About, I mean, Austin and San Antonio was about the same to me. Okay, so what other cities? El Paso's got, I mean, it's not my favorite climate. El Paso's in Texas? I thought it was New Mexico. No. Uh. That's about it. Anywhere else you're living in the sticks. What's, what's the story Fort Worth is actually a cool city. Dallas, not a cool city, but Fort Worth is. Dallas isn't a cool city? No. A lot of people would disagree with you. Well, that's fine. You know what's funny? I watched religiously in reruns the show Dallas. Mm-hmm. JR was kind of my mentor from afar. <laughs> and Lubbock was, oh, I'm sorry, um, uh, what was the outskirts you were just talking about? We're talking about Fort, Fort Worth. Worth. Yeah. Yep. Fort Worth was where, like, South Fork was closer to. So whenever Ray Krabs was, like, going out to the bar, he was always going to Fort Worth. But, that, you know, JR would drive into Dallas. And I don't – the implication was it was, like, a 35-minute drive or something. It's probably about right. It's probably more than that now. It's all built up in between well, there now. Well, JR would have had probably a special pass or something. But, um, yeah, Fort, yeah, Ray Krabs knew the bars very well in Fort Worth. You got that? Sam Luttrell? No, 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 no. The head coach for North Texas in football is Sam Luttrell? Seth Luttrell? Oh, there you go. How do you see Sam instead of <laughs> Seth? 
That's a great question. I wow. <laughs> I looked at it for probably three minutes while you had that conversation. And did you write it down? Were you thinking of Sam Cassell from the Houston Rockets? Possibly, possibly. Did you write down oh, Seth Luttrell? That's a good point. Uh, no. Not do you think? This. Do you think had you taken the time to write down the words exactly. Seth Luttrell, you would have said Sam? I'm not sure. It's hard to say, but you're probably right. I probably should have. But that's a I tough. Just, I just looked at the name and I panicked. I guess. Start. I don't know. Start writing it down. If only someone had given you that advice ah. an hour ago. <laughs> you're gonna be. You're gonna be like, you know, RJ. He was. He was nicer than I thought. No, he's doing a fine job. He's doing a fine job. He had a lot of stress today because it was one man shot. That's true. On the radio show, he did a good job there. He said that it took him 40 seconds to answer that. What? I, I go, check the Steelers line to make sure that he's not trying to screw the market, you know, because AJ's the type probably. And finally, I go back to him about a minute later. He goes, well, the line in the um, Steelers, uh, St- Steelers are at home against the Cowboys, and they're minus 0. 0.5. <laughs> it took like 22 seconds to get to that. Let's do this again. Write it down, and we're going to act like this didn't happen and go to you. The funny thing is I go, oh, Seth, Seth. And it's Seth Latrell, and he goes, Sam Latrell. <laughs> I think it's because of Sam Cassell. Could be. You ready? Absolutely. You know, I wonder. I think it was Seth something. Let's see. What was the head coach's name from North Texas? Seth Latrell. Excellent job, Spencer. Thank you. Now, that was better, don't that you think? That was better. But we don't edit for content, so there you go. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, number two. Now, my question is, and I think the answer is obvious, this is forward-looking. I think that's absurd. If you look at Aaron Rodgers over the last six seasons, he has five seasons that were slightly above average. Not elite. Not elite. That's a great way to say it. And he had one that could be the best season in the history of the NFL. Last season could be the best season a quarterback's had. It's certainly a top 10 season ever. It's his best season. Now, what motivated, what was the cause of that? Was it the second year in the Shanahan system? Maybe somewhat. But he came in in better shape. He was more focused. He was in FU mode. Do you think in his lame duck year he's in FU mode? Yeah, F you in a different way. F you to the Packers, not the rest right. of the league. I'm looking, I mean, I'm going to wait for the right spot. I'm looking to fade the Packers, fade Rodgers. I would certainly have multiple quarterbacks above. I mean, I might have Rodgers like eighth. Ooh, that seems harsh to me. Well, if you have five years of one level and one year of the other, he's getting older, not, you know, it's one thing. But you could have said that about a Brady a year ago, too. True, and most people did. Fezzik had him 19 last year, famously. But there's also Aaron Rodgers is 37, right? No, he's like 39. That can't be right. Spencer, and, and look Tom, it up and write it down. Tom Brady's 44. Okay. So, I mean, that's seven years I'm, difference. But, well, I'm not – listen, let's not compare anyone to Tom Brady, first okay. of all. Number – when it comes to that, number two, let's say this – is other than Tom Brady, isn't Aaron Rodgers at the very outside of successful quarterbacking? I mean, Drew Brees fell off about this age. I mean, we'll see what the age is. You got it? He is 37 years old. When does he turn 38? December 2nd. 
Yeah. So even before, like week 10, he's 38. You'll get used to me being right. Right? Did, did, you, you, did you give me a tally mark? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Earlier today, you were right about something. You gave right yourself a tally mark. What did you say? You said yeah, he, I said he was 37 years old. Okay. You said he's 39. No, I didn't say he's 39. I said he's 38, and he's like three months from being 38. So in truth, I, he's closer to 39, and he is 38. <laughs> but I'll call it a toss-up. But all joking aside, at 38, what quarterbacks have performed well in the NFL? Not many. So is it going to be Tom Brady, or is it going to be everyone else to be great Rodgers? Right. So I don't see any trend line up for him other than does he have the same commitment, except all he did was seem to golf, golf and host Jeopardy, host Jeopardy. And I don't want to say Liberace with that girl, but I mean, you know, I don't know. But it is hard to I mean, it's hard to discount what he did last season, because like you said, it was so phenomenal that it because it's the most recent data point, it's hard to say, well, he's going to be, he's just going to be bad again. So Russell Wilson is where for you? Because the most recent data points, half a year of some pretty below average play. I like Russell Wilson better going forward than Aaron Rodgers. So he'd be. So then what about this most recent data point then? uh, All I'm saying is it's got to be weighted. I I mean. Okay. So why don't you weight it with, with, with uh, uh, Wilson? I, I do. But also Wilson, like Wilson the, the four years prior, was better than Aaron Rodgers. I agree. But you're saying the most recent's what matters. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm not saying you're you wrong. You've got to be consistent. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that if you, when, you're, when you are discussing these things, the most recent data point should be weighted the heaviest. Okay. But, but that doesn't mean – so what I'm saying is this is obvious. You can't have it both ways. If the Aaron Rodgers is going to trump the last five years because of the most recent one, so should the poor play – of Wilson. I'm saying I agree with you. Aaron Rodgers is too high. Uh-huh. I don't drop him all the way to eighth because I do wait that last season because it was such a historically great season. And where was the second half? And I know we're getting a half a year now, so we can debate that too. Uh, let's spare the audience. Is the idea, uh, where would you rate Wilson from week eight on? It was rough. I mean, it was like 23rd in the yeah. NFL. So I don't know. I, 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 here's what I find. Most people apply these theories indiscriminately because they got some gut feeling and they were going to reverse engineer an answer. And to me, I think it's important to stay. Now, you can contradict some of your theories, but you better live up to it. Oh, this is looking good. Who's got the ball? Dallas 3-9. Who's got the ball? Dallas last I saw. I think the Steelers missed a field goal. Perfect. But I would have rather than made it so my plus half it was the decider. It's third and five at the Pittsburgh 30. This ain't going well for me. Oh, I hope they don't score a touchdown. No, I, I need a field goal here from the Cowboys, and then uh, That's what I'm Steelers saying. go down and score. Well, you got to figure the Steelers are going to go down and score after zero points in the first tw- you know, I'm 25 sure, I'm minutes. I'm sure that's coming any minute now. <laughs> Dwayne Haskins engineering a drive. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Now, listen, I'm not saying it was a mistake to bet against me. Get the f*** out of here, you f***ing tourist. But... I think it was a mistake. It was a mistake. All right. But the funny thing is you brought it up on air. You're like, well, what about the green button? I know. I love it. Now the green button's right here waiting. So we're right, Rogers, I think we got to question those prior years. And I think more specifically, what was the difference last year? Because you could say Shanahan's system. I don't know. Uh, in a second year, supposedly it's always better. Brady. I don't even know how you handle Brady. Because he's not, an outlier of everything. Yeah, but I'm saying even your point about he didn't look as good 
and this is where PFF helps because PFF tries to abstract out the surrounding players, but Brady had one of the great um, number or, or PFF grades. He had great statistical grades. And here's the scary part about Tampa in general is look how good they were after the bye. And in a pandemic year, new team, it, it, it was inevitable they weren't going to be as good as they were later. Now you get a whole offseason season. You could make the case Tampa might be the biggest jump. If, if Tampa would have got beat by Washington, which they could have, they sure. could have, we would be saying Tampa is the surging team. They would be right or wrong. The fact that they ended up winning more games doesn't change that they have all the advantages coming from that last year to this year. Have you ever seen a Super Bowl team that you would say, winner that you would say? Here's the objective reason their power ranking is going to go up like two and a half points. Like the power ranking increase you could do on Tampa from the Super Bowl to now might be higher than any Super Bowl winner we've ever seen. It's probably fair. That's a statement. I mean, maybe that's how you frame a take. Maybe the Giants, when the Giants like upset the Patriots. Okay. And it felt because the Giants were like a six seed going into the playoffs. but But what was making them better the next year? Well, I'm saying their power rating was going to be objectively higher going Why? into the next year. Higher than it was after the Super Bowl? I, th- I would say, yeah. Why? What, what was it on the team that made them better? Oh, I get, I get maybe nothing made them better. I'm saying well, I'm, that the perception of them here. changed. Well, I don't care about perception. I'm saying the true power ranking is if you say when the team wins it and they hold up the trophy at the end. Of, no, I guess no trophy, but they're celebrating after the Super Bowl. And you make your adjustments based on what you saw in the Super Bowl. From there to the first game, I'm saying Tampa has gone up. They've gone up. See, I don't know that they have. How could they? They've retained everyone. And they if any team is going to benefit from an offseason, it's this team. Gelling together. Yeah, you might be right. So uh, I don't know about versus any other team, but it's pretty rare that a Super Bowl champ gets better. And I think they have. But you could make the case they weren't supposed to be Super Bowl champs because they had to win three road games. Uh, Green Bay could have won. I mean, New Orleans probably wins that game if there's not that fumble. Right? They would have went up 10 if they kicked a field goal. Who knows? Right? Let's just say this. If you play it 10,000 times in a simulation, Tampa doesn't win more than 15% last year. Does Brady feel at three, does it feel right to you, or do you automatically just say Brady's 44 years old? No. It's got to go down. I Here's the thing. Though quarterbacks tend to drop off a cliff. And I actually am shocked at some of his comments recently. He was in the White House and, and I, based on which side you're on, it was either pro-Trump or negative Trump. It felt pro-Trump to me, like busting balls on the president, about 40%. And now he's just today comes out with the ignorance. The players are ignorant. You know, a white quarterback talking about a mostly black league, that feels bold. And he's never done anything like this. Even when he was with Tampa, he didn't start. Short timer. I, yeah, I, I don't know about that. I think it's that he's, uh, he might have finally got, you know, the Greeks said that everyone's fatal flaw. You know what it is, right? No. You went to high school, didn't you? Yeah. Spencer, what's everyone's fatal flaw? I don't even want to guess. Ego. Okay. That was a Greek word for ego. But it could be that. What I'm saying is it's like he 
finally has gotten to the point where he's too big for his britches. Could it be that all these years that he was in New England, he wasn't allowed to say whatever exactly. he wanted to say? Which is perfect. Shut the fuck up. Well, that's fair. I mean, what I'm saying is, how does this help anyone? But who are we to tell Tom Brady what the fuck he should be allowed to say? I mean, because I, I have a national radio show. I, I mean, that's my job. All right. But what I'm saying is, if you ha- if if we said, like, what could the case be of Tom Brady saying, well, because I was stifled by Belichick, I didn't say these things, and last year because I was with a new team, I didn't say these things. And I've had the career I've had, which is the best football player ever. Now, at age 44, I'm going to change all that. Like, it's, that an odd, it's an odd wise. move. It doesn't seem wise, right? No. But maybe he's going to say, but here's why it's important. At age 44, I don't know. So where are you putting him? I, I don't think we want to do that. I, I, I'd say lower, but I, I got to be honest. I don't like – I probably got Watson higher than him. Okay. But I'm not sure about Wilson. That's fair Someone and let's go to Wilson. Sando made this point on Ryan Rosillo's pod. So it's Mahomes, Rogers, Brady, Wilson. We've had the discussion about do you wait the second half of the year? Because if so, it's bad for Wilson. The whole year wasn't great. I mean, if you add it all up, it's fine. Sando said that a lot of league people think when a quarterback starts talking about taking hits, it's a bad sign. Like, Think about that. What quarterback, when he was in his prime, competitive for Super Bowls, talking about the hits he's taken? And it's like, if he's thinking like I me, mean, because part of that job is you take the hits, because that's how you get those. Cam Newton. Okay, there you go. Yeah. But it wasn't Cam Newton saying the line. He, it was that when he was running, he didn't get the protection on yes. the quarterback's day, which you could say is a slight, but he wasn't saying like my normal course of playing this game. My guys are letting me down yeah, and I'm getting and, hit. Yeah, and, you're right. I mean, he's 5'11". I mean, at some point we're going to act like, and we're coming up to Kyler Murray not too far from now, which is crazy. We're going to act like height doesn't matter. He can't see over his linemen. So he scrambles. So he's off script. And again, PFF, I love their work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking here now, AJ. Two minutes left. How's things looking? Things aren't looking great, RJ. The, for uh, you. For me, yeah. Looking mm-hmm. great for you. Steelers punted. Uh, they're at the Dallas one now, but so obviously say, under two fine, minutes you left. You might be fine, fine with a safety, maybe. I would be fine with a safety if they can get the ball back and kick a field goal. But okay. And they have zero points. They over. ain't scoring. I'm going to stop my feet, go in my room, and just sleep. And act like I I don't exist. That's how I feel right now. (laughs) That's awesome. That was improv, baby. And act like I don't exist. Very Shakespearean. That is. It's deep. And she's in third grade. Or she was at the time. Think about that. How's it feeling now? It's feeling worse. I mean, what's the situation? I mean, the situation is you've won the bet. So I can do my celebration? You can celebrate. Another winner. Benvenuti, pick six. God, that would have been so great. No. That would have been great. How you feeling right now? Do you get a sense that you're messing with the wrong dude? 
I mean, not not necessarily. I, I made a bad you bet. Didn't see the way I broke it down. I just no, you did. Your handicap. You did. Congratulations. I'm enjoying it. You got you got that hundred? Not on me. Oh, I'll, whoa, have, it whoa, whoa, I'll have it tomorrow. Whoa, whoa. Settle up after the bet resolves. Is is it final? I mean, it's it's final. Certainly, I'll I'll, I'll have it to you tomorrow. You don't have a hundred dollars on you? No, I don't carry cash on me. You do realize you're in Vegas. My now. first week in Vegas, yeah. Yeah, you got to get a roll. A poker game could break out at any time. Okay. No, I actually do love Vegas. Most, you know, gamblers actually have money on them. I feel like gonna, now I'm that's gonna, changing. I'm, no, I'm going to vig you. What? 2% a week. Oh, well, a week, that's fine. It'll be here tomorrow. But, but first day is a week. So oh, 100, BS. 102. No way. I think I got to train you. No way. All right, continue, <laughs> continuing on. And we know Dominic Danucci is not in the top 10. Uh, Josh Allen. Okay, this is, again, how much you weighed it. Because imagine, imagine if the years were flipped. Imagine if his first year was his first year. Last year was his second year. And his second year was last year. Where would Josh Allen be on this list? 23? If his, if last year was his flipped, second year, three and two flips. He, I don't think he'd be twenty three, but he wouldn't be. What would he be? He'd probably be twelve, thirteen. I don't think so. Well, listen, where's Daniel Jones? Because what you were trying to contradict me on air today was saying no, that was off air. No, it was oh, on that air was yesterday. Too. Yesterday, yeah. we said I said Daniel Jones' his second year was comparable to Josh Allen's. And you go, you go, no, no, God, no, 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 no. But yes. Yeah. If anything, if we look at Sando's list in those corresponding years, they were exactly the same at what, 21? 22. 22. And then if we look at QBR, Mr. Daniel Jones was like 10 points. He's better. By a major amount. But I think what if we're saying we flip his second and third year, mm -hmm. he's now he's he's a guy who still had a year like he had this year, which mm -hmm. was a, a, a. All right, so maybe he's eighteen, fifteen. Doesn't matter. He's not going to be knocking on the door. No. Of tier one. But would you say, considering this is his third year, he did this, mm -hmm. putting him in tier two doesn't seem right. So you think he should be in tier one? I think he should be in tier one. No. Then should Russell Wilson be in tier four? No. Well, his year was probably, well, his second half was tier four. Well, well, I don't know if it was tier four, but it wasn't tier one, certainly. So, I mean, that's the thing. You can't just cherry pick one. The only thing about Josh Allen that gives me faith is systemically he improved what he was weak. It was all about the long ball was bad for him and his accuracy, especially. And the funny thing is everyone said accuracy, accuracy. Actually, his accuracy um, on everything but the long ball was pretty good. I think the other thing that, that but, helps Josh Allen. Are we going to ignore that point? No, it, 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 it's, it's a valid point. Okay. I'm so saying what I think. Want to say something about it? Okay. What I say point taken and move on. Point taken. What I think makes Josh Allen stand out is that for last year for last? Well, really, I, I think what's made him develop the way he has is that he's had consistency with his coaching, but his development had him at 22. Sure. After two years, but he clearly developed from year two to three. Exactly. So it's one year we're looking at. Right. Uh, and he's got that same coaching staff coming back. He's also been 
But do you think that the coaches, or was it that he worked with that, what was it, Jordan Palmer? You want to know a, a truth? I'll tell you, I think a big thing that jumped him was Stefan Diggs was there in year three, and he didn't have anything like that in year two. See, I, but you don't, you don't have accurate. The thing about having these, are you familiar with next-gen stats? Yeah. Like, the way they're tracking this stuff now, we know that he was so much more accurate. So he really doesn't – oh, it's f- official. You lost that bet. Thank you. Um, As if you didn't already play the Matador music an hour ago or 10 minutes. I don't know how long ago it was. <laughs> <laughs> Is Pro Football Focus ignore, tries to abstract out things like that, and he jumped drastically. Still. So I think that with next-gen stats, with Pro Football Focus – all the counting stats, you got to be careful with those. I'm not saying they mean nothing, but you got to try to uh, reconstruct how they were created. Listen, Mike Lombardi said he's never seen a quarterback improve from year two to three like this. This is a one-of-a-kind improvement. Who? Wh- give me another example of a year two to three like this. I think we, we were looking this up. It was Derek Carr year two to three, the year that he had his big jump. Uh, I don't know. Did you look it up? I think we did. I, I, well, we, who's we? Is this the royal we? The the rest of us in the room besides you looked this You're up. You're saying the, the people day. that are like you think of as your minions. N- not my minions. No. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, but but hold, even hold, hold on a second. The wickedest man in the world. <laughs> but even then, Derek Carr has not replicated. But what was that the year? Was yeah, the it was jump? year two to three. Okay. Uh, he went from what was his QBR from forty three to fifty six. Okay, so that's not much of a jump. Okay. I mean, he went from like thirtieth to like twenty second. I'm gonna have to look up exactly yeah. where it was, but no. That yeah. was the year he was supposed to be MVP. Yeah. Ah. Well, they went twelve and three. Which okay. that's you. That's you. Quarterback wins. No, and, that's the the people who vote for which MVP. Are idiots. But I'm telling you what that that's that's what they were looking at. He went twelve and three. Well, that's why he would have been. Let's get something straight. He didn't really get many MVP votes. It was one of those like he could have if he were. Sure. So like we don't even know what he. Who knows? It was one radio guy saying maybe he's the MVP. Yeah. I mean it's the same thing with Carson Wentz. Who knows what kind of votes he would have gotten that year? Oh, this game uh, halftime's. Uh, it looks like it's gone halftime. <laughs> we're aware. Who's this we? Everyone in the audience is aware. <laughs> All right. So you are high on Josh Allen. I'm high on Josh Allen. Do I think, think there's a should jump Watson? Yeah. Yes. Wilson? No. Boy, that'd be interesting. Those two butted up against each other. One had a horrible second half of last year, and one only had last year. But somehow they both get to be at the top. Yeah, that's tough. You're very generous. I, that's code for irrational. By oh, the way. All right. Where, you, where, do you think Josh Allen's in a fair spot then? I think I don't know about Josh Allen. I think I think he could be. I don't think he could go back to where he was, like a twenty-two. If Josh Allen was a stock, would you buy or sell? Sell. Okay. That's a good way to think about it. Actually, I think if I had to say, he, Josh Allen has a long tail. What I would say with his distribution results this year, I think the ninety-fifth percentile. On the bad side, could be about 15. And I think on the good side, he could be three. Okay. I think three to 15 is my range for him. But I would – and it's acknowledging that if he was at 22 after year two that some of this is sticking. 
is I'm thinking. So that's optimistic. He's improving. Yeah. Well, he improved last year. But it's hard to see him improving much more off of well, this. Well, no, he doesn't need to because if he does what he did last year again, he's going to be right in tier one. It's He had a tier – he had this – I mean, again, last year it was Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Watson. Watson were by far the – you know, those are the four best. So Josh Allen's a top four quarterback from last year. The reason he's not is because – we don't know if that's the truth. He's done it once. Yes. If he does it again, he's top four, if not higher, because Brady will then be 45. Uh, Lamar Jackson. This one, I think, is simple. Let's frame it. In the regular season when they're in the lead, might be the best quarterback in the NFL, really. And when they're not, 25? Yeah. He's improved as a passer? I don't think he has. You got to look at the stats. What? Give me the numbers that he improved. Remember, QBR, you got to take out the total. Passing QBR. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's take a gander. Well, why don't we have Spencer do something? Okay. Spencer, let's look at the non or the passing QBR, Lamar Jackson 2020 versus 2019. Actually, let's do that from the beginning of his career on. Why? I mean, 2019, he was the MVP of the league. And he, and he only had half a season the year before. Okay. No, you're right. All right. You said second year. You said he's improving. Well, he is improving. I, he I, should I, improve from the end. Okay, you're right. I don't think he will, though. He probably won't. <laughs> um, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's tough, and Matt Stafford, I think, gets an upgrade for changing locations. Cause well, I, but we know that. The question is, he's seventh here. Yeah. Where, where does he? I think that seems, that seems right to me. A lot of, lot of sharps think it's high. Well, a lot of, I mean, I, and you're going to say this is square of me to, to think, but I believe because he's in a different system with different players, I think he's going to have an uptick from what he's been doing. No, I don't think that's square. I, I, I think that you're right. But where would he be if he was with Detroit? 12? Probably something like that. So it's that big of an uptick? He's jumping. Like, let's think. If he was at 12, he'd, be, he'd knock out Kyler Murray. So he's jumped Matt Ryan, Herbert, Dakota Prescott, that's a lot of jumping. Yeah. I don't know who of those guys I'd put ahead of him, though. Because uh, Justin Herbert, I'd like to, but much like the Josh Allen thing, you've only but seen one, one year of one of it. one. One of one is much better than one of three. We've seen a lot of think guys. About, think about that in poker, right? Is if a, a guy sits down, goes all in, firsthand, you're thinking this guy's loose. But you don't really know. If he goes all in three straight hands, it's like you know something. Well, in this case, two out of three, let's say. So J- Herbert's perfect. He's never not had a good NFL season. You know, so to me, that that's much, there's still uncertainty, but there's so much more certainty with him. Or not certainty. There's so much more likelihood than there is with Josh Allen. And that seems crazy. A lot of quarterbacks fall off year one to year two. Where did you get that? Uh, Robert Griffin. Well, no, after your what, he, he blew out his knee, and he's never was the same. And that's been that ten years. So, like, go ahead, something else. Okay, I mean, listen, I, I just said. But I'm give not, me another example. Not, I, what I'm telling you about this is, I'm not going to buy in that you Justin. Said a lot of quarterbacks drop off. I want a second one. Uh, okay, I, I don't have. I. This is the other thing. You you, you have this da- thing. I in want your, data. Then you got to give me some time. You did. We talked about Sando last week. I mean, it's, I've been here for three days. Oh, well, it's been a while. It's been longer. <laughs> but we, we've been talking about Santa the whole time, right? Yeah. So what more time do you need? Okay. 
But but what I'm saying is, let's think for a minute. Now, what happens is from the first three or four games, there's a drop off because because the they see what his limitations are. And I'm not saying it never happens year to one to two because they do have the whole offseason to look. It's usually if, a, if it's an unpedigreed quarterback because they had the whole offseason to find his weakness. And the reason he wasn't drafted high is he's got physical limitations. That does happen. I agree with you. I, I, nothing's jumping out at I mean, Dak Prescott's one that his first year was great, second year was less, but he's still solid. But yeah. and he's an unpedigreed guy. I Justin agree. Herbert, we're saying in the first round pick, we're calling him pedigree for sure. Yeah, and by pedigree, we just mean what's the physical tools? Because in a way, that's what's yeah. dictating where you're drafted. Um, that's interesting. I do want to look at that first year to second year. Maybe we will do a study on that because I think you got a point there. I, but I do think it's with the unpedigreed. Okay, but let's stick with. All right, so I think we've talked. So Lamar. So we got Lamar's info. What year would you like me to start with? What do you think? The the two years ago or last year? Last year he had a No, no, uh, you want to do it in sequential order. Twenty nineteen he yeah. had an eighty three passer rating. In twenty twenty he had seventy three point seven. So that's less, right? That is less. So Ten, that's that's a tally mark for you. Ten points less. Yeah. I mean, he can't throw outside. No. Now they're saying it's maybe it's the receivers. We'll see. I mean, the, the the Ravens have never had great receivers, period. And that's the one thing where, the like, if you say, whose drafts do you like? Like the Steelers. We know the Steelers draft well at receiver. Mm-hmm. The Ravens historically draft poorly now, at we receiver. Know it went from Ozzie Newsome to the new guy, but that was, he was mentored by him, so okay. It feels like the Ravens hit on almost all their draft picks mm-hmm. except for receivers. Mm-hmm. But not enough to beat the Steelers very often. No. Mm-hmm. So Lamar is what to, uh, we agree in certain game states he's great. I mean we're not saying anything new. I'm not sure he's a if, difficult guy to track. If I have any insight other than in the game states, it it feels like given what he's done in the league in a short time, it's hard to put him much lower than Sando has him. It feels pretty fair to me. Really? So Matt, he's better than Matt Stafford. Who would you rather? Let's say this. Obviously, the goal is trying to win a Super Bowl. Uh, I'm guessing you'd want Stafford over him and not even close, right? Certainly now. Yeah, well. Would you have said that a year ago? No, I'm saying if you were, if you had the team. Oh, yeah, I would have. If you had, what I'm saying is you have a team and it's not the Rams, it's not the Ravens, which actually hurts Lamar more because you got to build the whole offense. You have him. to. But let's assume you can do that, right? Who do you want to win a Super Bowl that year? I'd feel better about Matt Stafford. For sure. It's not, the fact you had to pause is crazy. And I'm going to keep going down the list. Dakota Prescott, most certainly. Well, it's not even a debate. He's a great pass. I mean, could you debate that? that you were- He's a better passer than Lamar. Well, no, what I'm saying is that, that, that Lamar would give you a better chance to win the Super Bowl. The guy's one and three in the playoffs. I thought you were about counting wins. How many how many wins does Dak have in the playoffs? He's, but it, he hasn't gotten there. But, but, oh. it, but what I'm saying is in his game state. Attendance is part of the grade. That's a clever phrase. That was a clever <laughs> phrase. But you realize is, I mean, Dak's putting up like 5,000 yards, and he's not getting to the playoffs and sucking. So it's like he's a really good passer. Lamar's a good runner. In the playoffs, it's hard to run when you're behind, and sometimes yep. you get behind. 
I mean, like, what part are you defending here? I'm confused. Well, I, I'm I'm not trying to defend. I'm also saying, I mean, Dak Prescott's coming off a nasty broken leg and can't throw a pass in practice, so I don't feel great about his stock right now well, either. Then you should then, because he's got like a over under yards through the road. You should be batting the house on the under. I guess. Because right, I mean, where would you put? Uh, well, let's just jump there. Where would you put Dakota? Because right now Dakota is ninth. I would have him, but of the guys that are listed right around his area, I, I'd probably have Matt Ryan ahead of him. Well, first of all, you can put whoever you want ahead of him. Yeah, I'd have Matt Ryan ahead of him. I'd have, I'd probably have Justin Herbert ahead of him. Okay. So you want to go heads up Matt Ryan versus Dakota passing yards? I'll do that. All right. I'll bet you up to $5,000. <laughs> but what I'm saying is just get your appetites filled. Now, on the podcast, we tend to bet 300 a crack. But you don't have to if, if, if that makes you scared or uncomfortable. See, I don't like to make – I know this is what you do because I've heard this. You what put people do? on the spot and I have asked, them, I asked them you, into bad decisions. I, I asked you if you wanted – in a calm voice, I said, would you like to bet this? Yeah. You said, yes, I do. And I said, I want you to feel comfortable at any limit you feel comfortable All right, with. we'll get back to this then. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. I don't go to the counter – when the counter wants me to, to be come. by the end of the pod. Okay, then we'll just have no bet. So this is your way of backing out. This is my way of backing out. So you don't like the bet anymore? I don't like the bet. Because I like the other side? No. Well, you, Because I, don't ha I haven't had the time to, to research the way that I want to. Well, that's the point. The theory is you're supposed to come in with a lot of knowledge as an expert. Well, clearly you've, uh, you, you've picked the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> it might seem so, but I don't think so. So here's what I would say about that. And, and looking up these numbers, and obviously it's a lot easier to say when, when you've got the numbers in front of you. But, but last year, Matt Ryan threw for 4,581 yards. Okay. Do, do we think that Matt Ryan had like a, a – a plus year for him or an average year for him? What do we think? I'd say average. Dak's thrown for more than 4,500 yards once in his career out of five seasons. So you got the edge here. I, well, I think I actually, I'm going to limit you to 2,000. <laughs> okay. If you, I mean, you know. No, I, I, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what the, uh, what the Cowboys do with Dak this year. But I, I will say this. It is. In fact, it's the rule that when we make a bet, it defaults to three thousand or three hundred. I'm sorry, three hundred. So, like, if you back out of that, that's going to look. I'm just going to say it's going to look really bad, and I'll talk about it pretty much the whole year. Okay. So I don't think you're going to want that. So I'll give you to the end of the pod. Okay. But. Uh... Last week, messed around and got a triple double. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to save him here. Will you look up? It might take a minute. Over under yards for Dak and, and Matt Ryan. Okay, I, I have him here. In front oh, of that's me. Oh. Go ahead. So Dak Prescott's over under 4,795. Mm -hmm. And Matt Ryan is 4,450 and a half. This is about your deficit whenever we go heads up. Yeah. Why is Dak's number so high? Because he's good. He's never done that, he's though. He's good. But answer that. Why Why would his number Did be? Did you see what he was on pace for last year? Sure. So do you think that it was just all going to come tumbling down? I don't know. 
But that's I, why you got your three hundred dollars on yeah, it. I don't have three hundred dollars. No, you on do. It. No, I don't. It's the default. I, no. I'm gonna put your your check in escrow. You. I mean, listen. If you could, you want to badmouth me all year on the pod. I don't care. You're not gonna hurt so, my feelings. So, so you admit that you were on the wrong side. I of might you. be on the wrong you side. You might of be. That. I. You don't know that I'm on the wrong side of it. Well, but what I'm saying is you're refusing to bet. Yes. That's a sign you don't think you're on the right side. I don't. I said it. I told you at the beginning. I don't know that I've had enough research to, to make an educated bet on it. I said, do you want to bet? You said yes. I know. And then I got to the counter and I said, you know what? Maybe not. But no, you were at the counter. You handed the money no, over. No, I didn't hand the money and over. you said, hold on. How second. much money did I hand 300, over? 300 because that's no. the default bet. No, 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 no. Oh, yes, 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 yes. No one's told but me it, these rules. Okay. The rules of the game have to be there. All right. <laughs> he'll, guys, he's actually pretty good at this. It's just against me, it's tough. It's tough. He's pretty good at this. Trust me. All right. <laughs> um, we should do 100 just to keep some safe face. I mean, God, it would be embarrassing. Okay, do 100. All right. who, who writes this stuff down? I'm never going to remember this. I got a feeling you will if you win. No, unfortunately, I, I, I've got a lot of money I haven't collected, but okay. Um, but I hear you. So what, what's your skepticism with Dak? All jo- forgetting the bat for a second. All joking aside. Because you're right. Last season, the, the numbers that he was putting up were impressive. Or they were monstrous. Yeah. The, now he's coming off a big injury. All right, so, so his physical skill. But let's say this. The market believes he's coming back pretty much 100%. I don't, I don't know how, but do but you believe at, that given saying, today's news? But what I'm saying is that we got to start with the market because the market's going to be right most of the time. Well, I mean, based on the numbers he just gave us, clearly the market thinks he's and, 100%. And those, that's an illiquid market, so, yeah. But if you look at Dallas's win total, uh, and let's get, you know, give me an update on that. And, you know, we took Washington here. We took it on SOV, uh, plus 350 to win the division. So I, But not because of quarterback play. Well, yeah, it's it's all part of it. Meaning, I think Fitzpatrick's a little underrated, and I think there's uncertainty with Dak's health. But I think that uncertainty is like eight percent. But also because the the Reds or the football team and all defenses. the other reasons too. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying is, most people are going to say Dak is is monstr- you know monstrously better. And I'm saying yes if he's healthy, but not as much as you might think. You know, that's how I'm thinking. About I think it. what what I could see Dak doing, and let's say Dak is fully healthy this year. I think because the Cowboys are so poor defensively, it may be kind of the situation what we've talked about with Deshaun, where there's a lot of empty numbers put up in games. But, I could but, see Dak doing that. But let's not talk about his yards. Let's talk about the market saying how effective will Dak be as a quarterback. And the fact that Dallas, what's their over-under right now? Market has it at 9.4. I think it sounded good there, didn't it? Is a nine-and-a-half wins, 9.5 some would say, is <laughs> – that is interesting. 9.4 works, but 9.5 doesn't. Is um, that, assuming, knowing Dallas's defense, how good does Dak have to be to make 9.4 be He'd right? He'd be pretty damn good. So the market thinks he's damn good. You yeah. don't. And, and is it just injury risk? Well, a lot of it's just uh, this. And this is something where you and I differ philosophically. You can look at numbers and make a decision. Mm-hmm. I look at, I watch these games with my eyes. You're a scout. I'm not a scout, but I watch the games. And at some point when you watch enough, you start to say, man, I don't know if I believe in this guy. So I I understand that the way that you do things, I I do them a little differently. Which which eye test about Dak made you think, oh, he's not very good. Well, nothing in the five games he played last year, certainly. But even the year before that. 
I mean, the fact he had a down year relative to years prior, he's been he's been in the top 12 of quarterbacks pretty much every year, right? I don't know that that's true either. Huh. All right. Oh, Steelers 6-3? Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, it couldn't be better. Uh, ah, it couldn't be better. Uh, <laughs> like you found the one way to lose this back. <laughs> oh, my God. Spencer's smiling like the Joker. Oh, you think it's funny, Spencer? <laughs> Uh, he's actually sitting there like the Joker in the dark. <laughs> it's kind of scary. You could just see his pompadour. <laughs> so you like Prescott more than I do, certainly. Yes. Do you feel like Prescott's in the right spot on this list? I would put him. Mm, mm. Well, first of all, I would put Jackson behind Stafford and behind Prescott and behind Herbert. Okay. But ahead of Ryan. All right. I think Ryan's getting old. And I also think that the getting rid of Jones is a problem. Just because they got a tight end now. And the, the whole team's, they're cheap. Their, their cap is horrible. A lot of people like the Raiders over. I tended to till I heard the reason they let go of that center was just money. Yeah. So if they, if they got cash flow, flow problems, I know I, you know, I don't want to be back in that team because who knows how it's going to hurt them. All right. So we're getting to, uh, obviously, we're not going to spend a ton of time past. We'll get to Burrow. And car. So let's keep going. Well, here. you teased Kyler, so we got to get there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where we're next, right? Yeah, but Burrow's past Kyler. So oh, okay, okay. So that means we'll go. I thought you were going to Burrow next. Oh no, no, no. Um, Herbert. So one year, if he has a second year like this, where do you put him? Oof, top eight. Well, he's right now. He's he's at uh, nine. Oh. Oh. Who do you have ahead of him if he has another year like last year? Well, I mean, assuming all all the quarterbacks ahead of him the have the same year. Yes. Uh, no, let's let's randomly assume they okay. have disparate years. Mahomes, Rodgers. At age 39. If he has a, the same year he has last uh, year, yeah, you're good saying. Good point, good point, good point. I think you have to say the same thing about Brady. If he has the same year. I agree. Okay, I agree. so those three. But let's be honest, unlikely for both. But go ahead. Boy, if Wilson has another year like last year, you might put him down. Yeah. Allen, you'd have ahead of him. I think Watson ahead of him. You that know, might let's, be let's, it. Let's restate this. Let's take a minute and project the year we'd expect. Mahomes, same. Okay. Rodgers, I think we agree, down about 20%, the average. If he's down 20%, yeah, I'd, I'd still have him ahead of Herbert. Okay, good. Brady, down 10%. Age. I'll still have him ahead of Herbert. Okay. Wilson, like last year in some. So the good and the bad. He might be even with Herbert. I think that's pretty right on. Watson? I'd have uh, Watson. Not, there's no way he can have the season he had last season because he's probably not going to play this year. Okay. So let's throw him out. Okay. Josh Allen? Um, <laughs> let's do this. Tenth best quarterback in the league this year. Or, or this year. Which would be way up in his, you know, it would be weighted way to the mm -hmm. good side, but, you know, not like last year. I would say he'd still be ahead of Herbert. Well, I disagree with that. Because Herbert hasn't had a season like he had last year. Still, when you have two, uh, that's an interesting one. I, I, and Lamar, let's say he's career average. Uh, Herbert passes him. I think so. Stafford, he's 10% uh, better in his career average. I'll have Stafford ahead of him. Stafford ahead. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, that's close, too. And Dak, just enough to beat Matt Ryan's passing yard. All right, this is interesting. Now, 
Ryan, we talked about it, age, weapons, salary cap issues, anything else? I think that's pretty much it. But Ryan, much like Deshaun and Dak, bad defense, lots of room for junk numbers. But I don't think my I don't think Matt Ryan's improving as a quarterback at this point in his career. He seems high. Um, little Kyler Murray. Just generally, we're talking about him now. I'm not. I'm not a fan. Why? Uh, I I think that it's a lot of uh, a lot of smoke with no fire. I think that he's got he's got some. He's a he's an excellent runner. But if we're going to talk about Lamar and his deficiencies, I, I think that Kyler probably deserves the same treatment. And if we're going to talk about Russell Wilson's height and how that that affects well, first him, first off, Kyler Murray's a much better thrower than Lamar Jackson. Okay, but it's the same issue where he's relying on the run. When he hurt his shoulder, couldn't run. He was useless. He was a below average quarterback. I think that's fair to say. <laughs> I don't know, useless, but okay. okay. Well, he's blocked me on Twitter, so that's. What... Uh, well, because you, he was like 17 years old, and you made he was, a, a he was short in college. What kind of man, a grown man, goes after college kids? I didn't go after him. I didn't tag him. But you made jokes about his appearance. You were you were short shaming him. I was. Do you realize now how bad that is? No. <laughs> I've got no regret. I'm the wickedest man. Mr. Shapiro, Mr. Cochran, Mr. Douglas, Mr. Kardashian, Mr. Bailey. You got a team of lawyers, right? I, I need one, I guess. <laughs> and... It, it, we did see some improvement last year. I, I'm just, I, I, I was, well, I was so let's low. Talk on him. about the improvement. From what to what? Well, his QBR jump from last year, last year from pulling it up. I have those numbers. From 57.7 to 68.9. Spencer was talking. You couldn't hear him. I'm sorry, Spencer. He's just screaming in the mic. Can't hear. Go ahead, Spencer. Uh, I'm sorry. I just didn't know if you had it. No, no, no. I appreciate you. I mean, it took him eight minutes to try to find him. Go ahead. So uh, year one, 57.7, and then to year two, 68.9. All right. The sack numbers. Well, now he's going into the numbers. Look out. 48 sacks the first year, 27 last year. So that's good. That's better. That's what I'm saying. He's improving. But I I was so down on him coming into the league even that it's going to take more convincing for me. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking tourist. (laughs) That's great. Are you high on him? No, God, okay. no. How could you be? He's 5'10". Okay. Um, <laughs> I think 5'10 is generous, to be honest. I've stood next to him. No, I have too. Yeah, he, he's a little shorter than me. Um, it worries me that I don't know enough. I'm not watching the film. And these guys are. There's 50 people on this Sando thing. They got him high. It's, it's suspiciously high. Like somehow he's someone's cousin. But he can't be their cu- cousin of all 50 of them. I don't know. He is incredibly pedigreed. I mean, he's he, so. What do you mean? I mean, he's, he's a very yeah, high draft Yeah, but that's pick. what's interesting is fine. We've gotten to the point where you can be the number one pick and have like a glaring deficiency. Was he better than Doug Flutie? But what I'm saying is we haven't seen him fail. So until we. Well, I thought he was useless. Well, when he got hurt. Well, but he, I mean, he had a banged up shoulder and it wasn't his throwing shoulder. So I'm saying until we see him real, like until we see him do what Sam Darnold did. We're going to give him the benefit. I say we. I think people will give him the benefit of the doubt that no, he's still. I, I, I don't think that's true at all. Okay. I think if he is like the 18th best quarterback this year, they're going to say, hey, the ship sailed. Okay. Remember, he was a big MVP push last year. He disappointed. If he disappoints, people now are, uh, are bought in. They already got their bets in on him, so they got to bet him one more time now. But if he fails again, they're going to run away like Fezzik did from Van Vliet. 
<laughs> I mean, like, that's what's going to happen because then emotionally they got to get away from him. So I, that's my prediction. He goes about 18th this year, QBR, and he plummets next year. We'll see. Okay, so we got Tannehill, then Burrow. You, you got a thing with Burrow. It's weird. It's very personal. But with Tannehill, my take is simple. His performance isn't great, but he's in a system that accentuates the positive, so he performs well. But he's not a great quarterback. He's a game manager. He's a product of his environment exactly. probably more than any quarterback in the league. Any well, successful Baker quarterback Mayfield, in the league. The, the ranking of Baker Mayfield this low presupposes that he is the uh, beneficiary even more so, I think. So, yeah, maybe so. All right. So we'll talk about Baker last. We got next up Tannehill. Oh, no. Joe Burrow. The bigger the hands, the better, obviously. You're talking about the difference between Russell Wilson at 10 and a half inches. I was at Russell's pro day and I said, did you see his hands? They're ginormous. And Joe Burrow with his tiny minuscule baby doll hands, turns out Joe Burrow needs to look for something else to do with his life. That was pre-draft. That wasn't me, by the way. Some deep analysis. <laughs> that's that's all true for me. I did some cutting, but it's all true. Um, what's your problem with Burrow? My problem with Burrow is... And, and have you attacked him on Twitter yet? I've not. Okay. We have a small sample size of what Joe, Joe Burrow is. Mm -hmm. A small sample size of college and pro Joe Burrow. And... And how was the college? His, the, his, his year of good college was maybe the best year of college football ever. It was okay. up there, certainly. So that sounds good. It was very good. And honestly, the games that we saw with the Bengals weren't bad. Mm -hmm. But his QBR wasn't great. 24th in QBR. Down there with Jared Goff, Andy Dalton, Tua, and Gardner Minshew. Not a place you want to be? No. So why is he so high on the list? Number one pick? Coming off a major injury? I, I, mean, I agree with you. Injury and, and the reports coming out are not good. It's just confusing to me why. Like, if, it feels like if anybody else. Everyone's a scout. Everyone wants to be a scout. There are scouts, some of them. How quickly did. And look, Tua's a good example. Tua also had a pretty great college career. Mm -hmm. He was hurt coming into the year, even. Mm -hmm. He didn't get hurt during the year. He was hurt coming in. He's 29th on Sando's list. Here's the thing. He's never done anything yet. I mean, Burrow, look, you saw some potential there, but I think it's more. I think out of Miami, this is an interesting point. Have you ever seen a quarterback pulled the way Burrow? It feels like the ownership came in, and Sando was making this point. It feels like the ownership came in and dictated start to it in certain games. But once the game starts, now the coach has to be able to decide. Have you ever seen a guy pulled that many times? No. And it's, it, it's it doesn't a, happen. It's a rookie quarterback. So you think you kind of, you know, so to me, Flores doesn't like Tua. And all these age or all of these scouts are hearing whispers from inside Miami is what I guess. I think what happened last year so was. what do you think of what I said? I, I think that I don't. I, well, I disagree that he doesn't like him. I think that last year the Dolphins did not expect to contend and they found themselves contending. And Flores preferred a veteran quarterback for a team that they thought could maybe get to the playoffs. Okay. So if Fitzpatrick is better than your rookie that you took pedigreed, that's a problem. 
Fitzpatrick has never been able to hold down a starting job. Fitzpatrick's never made the playoffs either. I think and that still hasn't. I don't think I think Tua has maybe gotten the most unfair but, but shake. Th- this totally took your idea and said what you're saying. The reality is is very damning to Tua. Tua was coming off a, a, a major injury coming into the season, mm-hmm. had COVID, so he didn't get a real training camp. He basically got thrown in as a rookie. Got thrown into a situation where it was there was, was no was win like for week, him. It was like week eight, wasn't it? Yeah. So half a season he sits and gets thrown in after half a season. How long of that was he healthy? He wasn't even healthy when the preseason came around. And so there was another two or three months. I mean, it's like COVID lasts ten days typically. No, I'm talking about the the. They said it was tra- They said it was hundred percent. I'm not talking about him having COVID. I'm talking about, about the way training camp was run. And it was well, he didn't Herbert have had the same thing. He did, and Herbert might be better than Tua. I'm, might I'm not, be better. Well, he was certainly better this year, but I don't think that Tua, because he was hurt coming into the season, I don't think that he had the normal rookie experience of getting Steelers nine three. Getting oh god, getting those reps. Did they miss their extra point or what? Or maybe he just scored. It doesn't matter. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that he had the, the normal reps and the normal so he had, intro. So he had what everyone else had? No, he didn't. Why? Because he COVID? was injured coming in and he did, didn't did he get, get a get full. Mo- did he get mono? No, he did not get mono. That's your guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, so I just think Why it's... do you keep saying things that aren't true? <laughs> it's weird. I, I just think that it's. I'm not going to make my decision who, who on Tua. Would you rather have Burrow or Tua? It's not an easy decision. It's not an easy decision. Wow. Because I just haven't seen. I don't know what Tua what is, is yet. But you, but you know. But it's interesting. You've seen nothing really good from Tua, and you've seen some good from Burrow. Right. So why wouldn't it be an easy decision? But because I don't think seeing some good and it's no better good than no good after half a season. Yeah, after no. one game. No. You're saying you wouldn't like – why do they have the senior bowl then? One game is dictating, like, where people get drafted. I'm not saying it's ideal, but you, every piece, every snap should tell you something. Yeah, I, I can't – I just can't get there yet. No, I'm not asking you to get there. I'm asking you to think that Burrow's better than Tua. I, I think Burrow have. probably is better than – I mean, so he's certainly better now. But, but are not, you saying for sure Burrow's going to be better long-term than Tua because I mean, of half a season? Say, did I say for sure? I say who would you rather have? It's a calculated risk. Then I would rather That's have Tua. That's what Tua. Yeah. Why? Because I like them better as a prospect. So in the last year, you're just going to ignore. I am go in your room and act like it didn't exist. I am. Why? Because I don't think Tua's had enough of a fair shake. But that to doesn't see mean what that, that everything was irrelevant up to now. It has to mean something. It's not. It's not relevant. But no, I'm saying it's. I don't think it's. It's irrelevant. But so, I'm saying. So then you're saying that it matters what happened. You just don't think it's determinant. It's not. I don't think it's determined yet. Okay, but you got to think that Burrow looks better. Like if we, if there's a race, like, Joe Burrow does look better. Do you ever now. bet the dogs? No. The horses? No. Have you ever watched a race? I have. Okay. If, is if someone's a quarter uh, up by five strides a quarter of the way through. How would you describe the edge you have at that point? It's got to be significant. It's an edge, but it's not determinant. No. Right. Isn't that what we got in here? Joe Burrow certainly has an edge now. Okay. But if you like the horse that's five links behind, uh-huh. right, or five strides behind, what, if you liked it before the brace started, do you suddenly hate it? But Mac, is Mac Jones, but who would you rather have, Mac Jones or Tua? Mac Jones. Really? I think so. So you would rather have Mac Jones over Burrow and Tua? I think so. 
Wow, you're the one. That's all right. That's it. That that, that at least it, it's consistent because Mac Jones looked better in Alabama system. So and and Tua has no physical skills that are, are extraordinary. No. So it's just about. But neither does Mac Jones. Neither does oh, no. neither does Joe Burrow. Uh, well, especially with the injury. Now, let's accept all that. So now it's about performance. Yep. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying is if Mac Jones does better in college by a somewhat smidge, let's say, and then he doesn't have any failures in the NFL, that's so much better than la- worse in college and a bad first year, which is what Tua had. Yeah. Well, let's do this. How much do you want to bet five years so year two through six, Tua and Burrow, QBR accumulated over five years. So we pat we we throw out year one, it's year two, three, four, five, and six, and we make a major bet on it. I don't know if I'm going to know you in five no, years. No, no, I, well, if you don't know me, <laughs> it'll be easy to find you and collect. Money. I, I might not have a job in five years. I can't bet five thousand dollars for five years from now. Here, here's the thing, AJ. I totally get why these bets are, I'll say, intimidating. Here's why. Because I know how you bet. That's one of the reasons you're here. You're like De Niro at the beginning of Casino. When he goes up, he goes, you're saying that it's a real quick scene. It's like almost a montage. He goes, you're saying that's plus two there, right? Like he's asking for the number one more time, and then he pulls out a big brick. And Now, again, you're not betting 50 dimes. No. But what I'm saying is you make big bets for your bankroll, and you do them judiciously. Like NFL weekend, how many bets you making? Six, five, that six. Seems more than it is a lot. Think. But that's counting derivatives, yeah. props. Okay. So the idea of having like six bets in a podcast is scary, especially against me. You're very good at this. But think of it like in-game betting. You're betting a lot less. It's it, it, three bills on the pod. And you can get more, but I won't bait you and bait you on it. And you know what? You lose uh, 75% of them. It's no big deal. No big deal. Is that how you're looking at it? Yeah, I guess so. Now, I'm looking at your arm right now. Is that a, That's a Texas State flag. That's a Texas State flag. How big is it? Like eight, nine inches? <laughs> no. Not uh, Joe Burrow. It's probably four. I mean, yeah, probably three or four inches. Oh, wait a second. Then I got to recalculate something. Oh, but, <laughs> but it's that four? Okay, but I'm thinking of that. It's four one way and like six the other. Uh, that's okay. So it's like 24 cubic oh, I don't know. square <laughs> inches. So now, how did that happen? Uh, so when when you're in the army, you have a what's called a morale patch on your uniform. Okay. And my, mine was a Texas flag. So you get to pick it. Yeah. And you grew up in Texas, and, and at the time you're like 18, 19, 20 in the, yeah. in the service. Okay. But then there's like a big thing above it, like in that the- is a screaming eagles because I was I was in the 101st Airborne screaming eagles, so that's it's it's all one tattoo kind of, but that's uh yeah that's the story on it. So let's- I did not lose a bet if that's what you're asking. <laughs> let's do this: take a picture of it, tweet it out, or send it to me. I would either because I was just going to retweet yeah. You don't seem like you want to. I mean, it just seems odd. It's a tattoo. Yeah, they, for we'll figure out how years. to do it. I just want these people. I want. I want people to get. Like, if we're talking about, it, we might as well let the listeners see it. Okay. Well, let's do this. This is perfect. Go to the pregame.com forums. Say, hey, we talked about this on the pod. Everyone loves the service. 
post it, and it's up in the forums. Okay. And anyone can check. And uh, you'll be up by tomorrow morning. I'll send it to Sleepy. No, no, you should post it. Oh, okay. Yeah, you you got to start posting the. So forums. I should start posting. I should, my fir- my first post should be. Uh, yeah. Hey, this is my tattoo. We just did the par last night. <laughs> we were talking about this tattoo. RJ ordered me to post it. And okay. All right. So we've got your best bet coming up, and then we're, we're going to talk Mayfield before the best bet. But first, and the, the real boss here, Mary. <laughs> Cracking the whip. Yes. She's got us. No, but, you know, we, uh, let's just say the most out or the most minutes without advertisements, we probably win. So, no complaining. But these are actually two good things. Okay. The NFL Preseason Contest 2021. And you know what? If you win, step into the spotlight. Getting a little profile. Now, right now, there's a crazy number of minimum picks. So, it's for the preseason. So, three weeks only. Not counting the Hall of Fame game. Which I've already lost. found a way to get that in there, first half. (laughs) They don't have first half. But right now it says a 30-pick minimum. I'm going to do three weeks divided by – I think that's 10 per week. That's too many. It's a lot. So I'm going to suggest, and I think we'll be able to change it, to a 15-pick minimum. Now, if somehow it isn't changed, you can sign up and not play or you can whatever. But assume it's going to go to 15. It has 40-pick maximum, so you can go hog wild. I don't even think there's going to be four. I guess there would be 45. 48. Yeah, 48. So 60. Yep, times three. So if it was, you can't pick eight games. I guess you can go side total too, I think. Side and totals. So that actually, you know, that's interesting. 30 is not bad. Well, 30 is still too much. I want to make it 20. Okay. 20 is better then. But I, let's do some volume. So it probably will say 20 men, 40 max. And oh, by the way, First prize gets four hundred dollars. Is that that couldn't be four hundred cash? Damn. A hundred coming straight from me. I put it in <laughs> RJ's pocket tomorrow. He's gonna send it straight to you. Second prize is a two hundred and forty nine dollar value. Thirty days all access for any pro. Third prize, seven day all access any pro. Fourth prize, same thing. Seven day access any pro. It's nice. Third and fourth doesn't matter. You just still get. So those are $119 values. So if you don't like picks, some people don't, you can give it to someone. And I'm sure someone likes it. Or you can go in the forum yourself and have a little contest and give it to someone. So it's still going to be value. And obviously the $400 cash that's up there sparkling, sparkling. And it's that simple. You got to enter by August 14th. And... It goes through the end of, oh, now this is interesting. It's net profit. So volume, if you're trying to win, you probably want to be high volume. Yeah. Because, like, you might have some disasters, but you're, you're trying to get in the top four. Can you play money lines? Nope. Sides and totals. All right. All right. That's it. So what I just told you is you have a chance to win $400 and it costs you Nothing. Nothing. That's what we call the come up. What's that? I don't even know what that is. That's the come up. That's when you, you, oh, like I just found money. That's at the end of the massage, right? No. Okay. I mean, for the strong watch. That's the come down. Explain that again. It's like found money. It's you're on the come come up. up. Never heard of it. Is that taxes? 
Maybe so. I don't know. Texas forever, baby. Could be. Yeah. Great show. Oh, no doubt. Riggins. Riggs. Pregame.com. You just go into the contest. It will also be linked from the homepage. All right. Baker Mayfield, what do you think? He is number 17 behind Big Ben, the corpse of Big Ben, Carr, Burrow. The idea that Burrow is better in Mayfield is one of the craziest things I've ever heard or seen. And Baker Mayfield, if we talk about weighing the most recent data, he had two meh seasons. Bullshit. His rookie year was good. I mean, the whole take the second year was if he played like he did as a rookie, he'd be great. But QBR 51.2 is rookie year. Okay. Second year, 54.4. Oh, wow. There's an example where the narrative was very different. Third year, 72.2. That's a jump. Yeah. He made a big jump last year. He threw 21 picks in his second year. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And just cut that down he, down to eight last year. He's a guy who's got an – now, a lot of it is we talk about product of environment. He's got a really good team built around him. Uh, I, I, I think Baker Mayfield, is, when you consider what – like you just said, Baker Mayfield below Joe Burrow doesn't seem right to me because Baker Mayfield's it now done it. insane. And, and Baker Mayfield – or Cousins, who's right after Mayfield being below Burroughs. Agreed. Insane. Wow. Wow. Hmm. 50 people voted. Yeah. They, I, one thing I'm seeing lately is there's certain people, and a lot of them in the NFL, love to be – they're either scouts or they love to be scouts. You know what? Most scouts don't know what they're talking about. Look at the draft. All right, best bet time. Don't know about the future, that's anybody's guess. Ain't no good reason for getting all depressed. Buy up your pad and pencil, I give you a piece of my mind. UFC expertise. Undefeated as a pro fighter, right? As a pro, yeah. 1-0. 1-0. I think you said I'm done. Done. What, what was the level you fought at? Uh, Legacy, which is a high-end regional, regional promotion. So you didn't make the UFC? No. No, but I talk about it. Uh, that, it makes his money. UFC 265 on Saturday. Draco Rodriguez minus 120 over Vince Morales. Morales, solid technical striker. Almost no power behind his hands or kicks. Uh, Chris Gutierrez fought Morales, kicked his legs out from under him. The fight was actually stopped due to leg kicks. Rodriguez, all offense, not much defense. Solid leg kicks, solid hands. Morales doesn't have the tools to stop Rodriguez, where Rodriguez can finish the fight standing or grappling. Rodriguez was a much-hyped guy coming into the UFC. I think we finally see it come together here. And then I've got to play on the main event, Derek Lewis, Houston's own Derek Lewis. So, so uh, repeat, just super clear, the first pick? Draco Rodriguez, minus 120 over Vince Morales. And that's just it's no like decision, whatever. No, nope, that's just a straight win. Derek Lewis is plus 300 Ooh. against Cyril Gaon, and Gaon is the more complete fighter. That's the case in almost all of Derek Lewis's fights. But Derek Lewis has what I like to call a magic trick, which is he can be getting beat up for 14 and a half minutes, and then he pulls out that right hand, and it's a magic trick, and the show is over. It doesn't matter. Three-rounder. It's a five-rounder tonight. Oh, so and he's done that before, too. He's, so he's lost he, fights. Why, why are you saying 15 minutes? Well, because that's what he used to fight. Now ah. he's a main eventer. He, he typically fights 25-minute fights now. 
Well, that's a jump, isn't it? It is, certainly, especially for heavyweights. But doesn't it help him because it just gives him – he can keep getting his ass kicked, but if he doesn't get submitted out or knocked out, he's still got another shot to hit him. That's right. And so would you like this guy more in a five-rounder than a three-rounder? Uh, would I like Derek more? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I prefer Derek in a three-rounder, but – But he's going for the home run shot? But I do think that – because Cyril Gunn's never had five-round fights. I think there is an advantage to it. But why, just logically, I, you're the expert, but what, if, if I'm looking to hit land that one shot, isn't it better to have 10 more minutes to do it? Well, when you're a guy like Derek who isn't going to be super high output, I mean, you're, you, you, can, you can be a little more aggressive over three rounds because at heavyweight, cardio starts to drain as you, as you go on. Uh, but Derek, unlike Gunn's last two fights, Volkov and Rosenstruck, is not going to be passive – Gone is probably going to win rounds, and I. But I think at plus three hundred, I think you're getting serious value on a guy that has that kind of power in his hands and has won constantly as an underdog in his UFC career. Uh, we we get a guy in Gone who's been training for just under six years, training martial arts for just under six years, fighting against a guy Which like is not the, a lot, not a lot at all. And he is a special talent, but he's never been hit by a guy that's going to hit him like Derek Lewis will hit him. So I think three-to-one odds, you're getting a strong value there. A.J. Hoffman, that's what I like. This guy, got, got to brush up on the NFL a little bit, I think. Because I tell you this, during the season, you've been the toughest debate as we've done your show in Houston. I mean, it was like, I mean, one year you actually tied me, if I remember. I mean, you went, you had to win a bunch at the end, just, you know, I lost interest. I was so far ahead. <laughs> but still, you tied me once. That was amazing. I mean, I'm saying you're that good. I mean, I, I t- you're thank that you. good. Thank you. Uh, I mean, you're 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 one of the best. So it's hard think, for me to. Uh, I think that's true. Actually. Yeah. Well, I don't know about the best. Just great. so I said, one I of think, the best. I think great. I think you're one of the best. I think brilliant. No, no, no. I'll tell you this. Some point last year, I started having these epiphany plays, is where I would look at the game, like literally from Sunday night on. And then, like, Friday afternoon, it hit me. Like, what the hell? This is so easy. And I've been, like, honestly, like, 9-1 and one on those. So I don't know what it is, meaning it's some Malcolm Gladwell type, you know, cauldron of things that are, like, popping up at a certain point. But it's given me this amazing – I have, you know, again, it was kind of, you know, locked to some degree. We went 9-1 and one to finish the – you know, we'll be back in the Super Contest. We'll have you, you contributing. I mean, it should be exciting. And we're, we're figuring out, we're having lunch with Fez or a little four o'clock snack with Fez tomorrow to talk about the different recording times and all that. So, and he's probably going to be doing, it looks like, like three different market reads each week, Sunday night, Wednesday for the pod, and then like a Sunday morning. So there's a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Speaking of Fez, we got one more little bonus here for you guys, a $10 coupon right now, right? And it is good through Monday. Now, additionally, all existing customers have a 25% promo waiting for you. You just got to go log in. And right now, the biggest bonus and lowest price for the football subs. So you can get college and pro from any pro, college and NFL, for $875. And you get $100 
a bonus dollars just as a bonus, like to go buy like four games of the year throughout the year, which we like to do that with the subscriptions, throw in a hundred because you might love Fez, might love AJ, whatever, but you're going to want to get Dave Astor's game of the year. You're going to want to, you know, or maybe it's not a game of the year. You want to get his whatever. And good fella, whoever you like. So that's nice. And if you just want NFL or college, 549 and you get $50 bonus. So that's uh, going on right now. Those prices change a lot. So if you want to take advantage, you, and you can add 25% off that. It's just sitting there if you're an existing customer. And there's a $10 baby waiting there. And the thing about the $10 one, if you buy a $20 pick, it's 50% off. So that $10 one is nice if you just want to grab something, you know. By the way, Steelers 16 to 3. <laughs> so disgusting. Somehow you found a way to lose Found it. a way to lose it. What was your rationale? I, I told you. <laughs> we'll toughen him up. This guy, trust me, you, you heard the UFC. That's what you hear in the NFL. Why, why didn't we this time, though? Why didn't we what? Like it, you just didn't seem like you're, you're, oh, you're a little behind on your NFL work? Uh, probably a little bit. The yeah. move. Yeah. I guess you did move across yeah. the country. <laughs> Been busy lately. All right. All right. Well, here's what we'll do next week. I will let you pick the topics. Okay. Come in prepared. And oh, by the way, we made our bet. So we made the, the two a bat. Yep. So let's be clear on this and we'll go. It's, um, I got, you got Tua. you've got Joe Burrow. And for how long? Five years. You said. Oh, that's a five-year bet? That's what I said. Well, why don't we do it just this year? Why don't we, since we're only doing a normal amount, let's just do it, do it for this right, year. do it this year. But do you, do you like it for this year? Not particularly, but I'll take so it. So you think, you think two is going to emerge later? I, I, uh, I like, think, I think. It'll be but, after year two. What I've got right now is the horse that's five paces behind. But we're not doing a two-year one. We're doing no, a, I, just a one year. Yeah. That's why you said, that's why I thought it was shocking. You like the horse. No, actually, if you like the horse that's that's five paces behind you actually like to come up and win i'm letting you say we start the race well let's start the race then one year one year one year spencer who qbr you- the number yeah yeah okay for total qbr spencer who do you like i would take joe burrow for sure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know something we started the show with this so for Tua. Uh- talk to you next week